Oh shit. Here we go again. This episode of the Jay Jones Last Kicker is brought to you by Guys Note and Victor Wrench and Plastic Object. This program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Monkeypox. 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 View has symptoms associated with monkeypox. Clusters of the virus have been reported in Britain, Spain, and Portugal, with more cases popping up in the U.S., Australia, and across Europe. Tonight at Bellevue Hospital, doctors are treating a person who may have monkeypox. A city that is still dealing with COVID and its latest surge now comes a potentially new virus to New York City. This one is called monkeypox. What this is causing is pandemonium in the city because hearing the word monkeypox after dealing with COVID, well, experts say this new virus could be spreading fast. Scientists at Winnipeg's National Microbiology Lab have been tasked with testing monkeypox samples taken from Quebec patients. I would say generally that the entire population is susceptible to this uh, to, to monkeypox. For those seeking personal protective options, you might feel a sense of deja vu. Experts recommend masking, hand washing, and physical distancing when needed. Mitigation measures with which we've become all too familiar. It requires very close personal contact. What is monkeypox? This is what we call a zoonotic infection where it can jump from non-human animals into human. Public health officials are considering a ring strategy. Number 474. It is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. And yes, it's all about monkey business. <laughs> monkey business. I heard that super cut, and I thought that would work perfect. Uh, yes. <laughs> that it needed to be just like that. And I told you before the show, this was going to be a heavy Sebastian Bach. I thought Sebastian Bach was here earlier, hanging oh, out. Next door? Yeah. Dude sounds just like Sebastian. Sounding good over there. I bet you man. he can hold gates though. Oh yeah, probably. Gates. Let's don't talk about that though. You don't want to talk about <laughs> keeping him positive, right? We don't want to talk about a man and his struggles that continue somewhere out there. We need to keep it positive. Yeah. Positive but, Paul Stanley on this on, on this, this one. show. Yeah. Um but, but we're we can, gonna get negative because <laughs> I've got issues. Did you I've just got say lots get, of issues? You, wait. I misheard you, I think. What? Did you just say we're going to get naked? No, no, negative. Oh. 
But we can get naked. I was like, well, that's a weird way to deal with some things. Well, this is But a I new guess show. we could. Remember the show we did shirtless with Brian? And it took yeah. forever for anybody to go, hey, why do you guys not have any shirts on? Yeah. That, that was, was funny. Pretty genius. Yeah. That was that was a good time. That was a good time. So yeah, um there's a Maverick game. We have a Maverick game on. This could be the agony of defeat. This could be. I mean, the Mavs were up uh a minute into it and now they're down. Yeah. So But this uh, is it if uh if the Mavericks lose, which season over. The season's over, and when we do our podcast from that point on, you will have 110% of our attention. Well, I'm going to need 110% of yours tonight. Should I go eat an Adderall? Maybe. Drink some coffee? Uh, I'd, I'd put it up your bum. Boof. Boof, boof some Adderall. Adderall. Boof Just some coffee. Boof the Adderall. <laughs> um, wonder if that would make money if you had boofing stations all over, like, Vegas. Boofing stations for <laughs> Adderall of the oxygen and, ca- bars? and caffeine. Yeah, I don't know about these oxygen bars either. Do you I've know they sell one. canned oxygen at yeah. Walgreens yeah. now? I've got some in my house. Yeah, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's good. Yeah, it's la- lasts for a while too. I've thought about um, using the uh, the giant Bowie knife with the CO two cartridge just for quick injections. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that blow your intestines out. <laughs> Don't do that. Is that not the same way as the oxygen cans there? I don't think so. No? It's a little face thing that goes on your nose and your mouth, and you just kind of pull the trigger, and it's like kind of like a bigot. A big, a bigot, what? A bigot. A, a big uh, Why inhaler. Why is it racist? <laughs> it's a big inhaler. Okay. Yeah. And it like, works? Yeah. And they come in flavors? Yeah. Peppermint and evergreen and Yeah, we got them oxygen. When, uh, when I, whenever I uh, had COVID, we got it. Oh, and you weren't like because they only gave me an inhaler for like thirty days. But the thing is, what I found out is I'm still suffering from from some asthma type problems, and you can't like I don't want to go get a prescription for an inhaler, but I'm I'm trying to do everything I can to avoid that basically. So so you you didn't get it for like uh, rock climbing <laughs> out at Rockledge Park. No. Or those high some intense athletics or something like uh, Il yeah. Nino was doing last or on Sunday night. Those guys. There's a there's a reason all of them except the drummer is rail thin. Yes. Did you read my uh, my uh, little bit about it? Yeah. Pretty it's going to be posted huh? tonight. Yeah. It's pretty good. funny stuff. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> We're gonna it, hopefully the server it's works like tonight freaking... when we get done with this and uh, on the Blitz Weekly. You'll have our review, which we'll get into here in a little bit. I want to talk about that show. Talk about it a little bit. So, Nino and down. Yeah, we could get distracted by the Mavericks, but there's a good chance we're not even going to pay attention to it. In Probably about not. Ten minutes. We'll just be like, this is this sucks. Glance over, look at the score. Now, um, there was a big thing that happened here in Texas right before we started the show. Yeah, that was a bummer. That is a big, huge bummer, and. Man, I was all excited about coming in here and doing the show because I had a shit day today. And I was hoping you'd cheer me up with your comedic skills and impeccable timing. You're putting that on me, huh? And then I got home like, and Not saw... funny, Matt. Whoa, <laughs> 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 oh, damn. <laughs> Fuck. I get home and I'm starting putting the show together, start getting things kind of 
going. Yeah. And turn on the TV and good Lord. Yeah, I was listening to the radio when a guy on the radio was like, what? Like, um, and it was, I was like, great. So it's terrible. Um, and then to find out it's 18 children is really, oof. It's 18 now? That's yeah, it's 14. 18 now. It's 18 now. Jesus. That's what the Texas, or that's what a news source reported from the Texas Highway Patrol or something like or DPS. Okay, so now they're reporting because this was just upgraded. 18 children, three adults. Yeah. I, and it sounds pretty gnarly what happened, too. The, have you read how it set up? No. Sounds like the guy had killed someone. There was a bolo put out and a chase pursued, and then he ran into a into the school. So he, uh, that's how it went down. Sounds like it. So pretty traumatic. He for, killed well, his grandmother. Ever, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he shot his grandmother, mm. and then he went on a, a police chase ensued. Yeah, and then he went to school and just yeah, terrible. Are you shitting me? It's what it sounds like. How are these schools? Like, all our schools around here are locked. Yeah. Like crazy, and they all have double doors. How do you not have that out there and everywhere? Every school should be locked down like that. Yeah. Where you can't go in. Now, the kids can come out. Now, I say that. I just want people to know that the doors are locked, but you can come out, but you can't go in. Yeah. In case there's an emergency like this or It might have been because it's... If, if I'm understanding things correctly, then there's a good chance it could have been when some classes were letting out and stuff, too. So it didn't necessarily have to... But these were elementary schools. They don't... What do you mean? Like if It happened at 11... Up, oh, was it 11? It was 11 it was o'clock late. this it morning. That. It says it started at 11.30. From what... See, this is the bad thing about this, and this is what pisses me off about all these guys rushing to do news, is... No one knows all the facts yet. Everybody's just reporting and constantly updating their stories, and no one knows anything, but these fucking media outlets have start to be the twisting. first one to start, and yeah. they create this narrative yeah. of what happened. They start chasing narratives, and then hopefully one will stick. And yeah, but then once all the facts come out, they either, A, don't go back and change the story up, or the people that have seen the stories a million times and plastered all over TV never go back and look at it, because by then they're sick of what they've been seeing. Yeah. And it's aggravating because, I mean, we're not going to know what all happened in this incident for a a couple of days. Same thing with the Buffalo shooting. Yeah. It took a couple of days. And then that Buffalo shooting, have you heard, have you seen the people that live up there? No, I haven't. There's like a bunch of videos and TikToks and Instagram of like the people that live in that community, they're like, yeah, it was just another normal day. We have shootings like this up here all the time. And there's sh- drug dealers have shootouts all over our neighborhood all the time. And Wow. Uh, even No Agenda had a letter from a guy that lives up there who's a driver. Yeah. Who drives routes in that area. He's a delivery driver. And he said, yeah, there's this is not like the Buffalo News has kind of moved on from it. The national news has held on to it. But they're like, yeah, this is just like a normal shooting. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. It's a crazy time. Well, media is crazy right now. They're 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 just as much to blame as as the politicians, honestly. That have that that the reason that everything is going cockamamie all of a sudden. The, there's just as much responsibility on the media as politicians, I think. Well, mental health is so. 
and they're playing low. on people's mental health. It's so the low way they right gaslight now. everyone all the time. We're being gaslit. Well, we've gone through two years of chaos where everybody's mentality just got yeah. kicked in the dirt. Everybody yeah. got depressed, and everybody. It, the last two years have fucked everybody up. I don't care who you are. Yeah, the, everybody's sure. gone through some type of stage where it screwed you up, and. Yeah, you're just you're still being harped on because everything you see is fucking Ukraine. Then yeah. um this monkeypox bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's going to kill us all. No, it's not. Monkeypox is just a form of chickenpox. It's going to be okay. It's it's weird. It's just from a different animal. It's weird how much panic porn is going on right now. Now yeah. this what happened today. And there's 200 porn, people but... that have monkeypox in the world. Yeah. In the world, six billion people, and there's in it seven billion, whatever. And isn't it? We should go ask our World Economic Forum people since we're here at Davos. Yeah, which is weird. No one's coming by our booth to listen to us speak. No, this is the weirdest. We built a booth that looks just like the temple. If you're watching us on a couple uh, of the people that I've seen that have gone over there that have had shows and stuff, they're um, we could do better for sure. We'd be way better than all those people. Anyway. It's a it's a depressing day, and we're not going to know everything. It got depressing for sure. That was a like I said, a fucking kick to the nuts when, especially when you're it's your state that's involved. I mean, it sucks. Period. But like so, we had that crazy shooting at a church. Uh, what was it? Two years ago, down around San Antonio. It's like, dude, come on, man! Like, what the hell? So even this story has changed. One story, one news outlet said that the guy walked in there with a pistol and maybe had a rifle. And then this guy is like, he has two military-style rifles he had purchased on his birthday. What's up with these shooters getting guns for their birthday that they want to go kill with? Like, seems like seems like something you'd want to pay for in cash, like on your own. Not fucking, I can't wait to take the gun that I get from my parents and go kill people. My weird is that a weird train of thought? Oh, okay. Uh, it's twenty-one years old to buy a handgun. I, w- I was thinking everything was twenty-one, but yeah, eighteen for a long rifle, twenty-one for a handgun. Yeah. I don't. Know. It's depressing. It's bad, and it's just going to get worse until we know all the facts. So we're going to move on and talk about Davos, the end of the world. Yes, Davos, the end of the world and what we've been told here at the Economic Forum and how we can take it over to save our reptilian souls. Yes. (laughs) Or mediocre white dudes. (laughs) We're going to get into mediocre white dudes. The title of the show is Two Mediocre White Guys. It should be. (laughs) It is. And we're going to have the Davos patch as our show. We're going to be flagged by everything by the end of this show. We're talking about shooting. Pretty much Davos. We have no business doing the podcast tonight, (laughs) do we? And we definitely don't have any uh, (laughs) – we shouldn't be calling the show (laughs) Mediocre White Dudes. Yeah. That's that's we're it's flagged everywhere around and everybody that's watching us on YouTube, thank you for uh, also getting flagged along with us. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of mediocre white dudes in there too. There's a, yeah, there is <laughs> one with puppets. <laughs> He's the only one. So um, with puppets. Saturday, I uh, had a photo shoot that I can't or a video shoot that I can't talk about because I'm under a a uh, NDA. NDA. 
But um, it was down in Fort Worth, downtown, and I found out that there was this gallery night happening that night in which our friend, uh, there's like three galleries down there, but one of them is owned by our buddy uh, uh, Jay mm-hmm. Wilkerson that's been in here. Yes. And um, I tried to go by his gallery four times that day. Yeah. And he was never there. And I was depressed. And oh, they geez. said they, the, the gallery night was starting at 5 p.m. He just rock started and showed up late, huh? I guess so. I guess he was doing a late, late showing. But there's some, as much as I, I won't throw you under this bus, but as much as I've shit on uh, Sundance Square and what's happening down there lately, yeah, there's some good art galleries down there, and there's some cool stuff to look at. Well, that's cool. I'll have to go check it out. Some cool, neat stuff, and some stuff you can buy. There's yeah. this uh, sculpture of these of these three nuns, Titties. four nuns, <laughs> that are all look like they're like skeletons underneath their robes, and they have boobs. No, they're sitting on a on a pew. Yes, and it's 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 thirty thousand dollars. So I was going to use some of the podcast money to buy it. Buy it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it looks really good. It'd look cool yeah. in here. It would be cool. People thirty grand. Be like, huh? what's up? Yeah, thirty grand. Damn. Or I could just get some paper mache and make one myself with some chicken wire and paper mache, right? Paint it. Or let's just go make a mole of that one. Plaster it up. People are like, what are you doing? Dude, what cause is this for? Oh, we're just making a mole because we want to make a paper mache one. We thought this would be cool. Oh. Um, I haven't been down there. In a, a, the only time that I was close to there I, was when I went to that, uh, the, uh, what was it? The Nutcracker. Ballet over at Bass Perform Bass Performance. Oh, but that's owned by the Basses. Yes, and that's all we did. We went straight in, uh, parked in the garage, and then went in, watched the duck the paparazzi, watched the did the secret entrance. The, right, the watch the ballet the side door, hit the bar at intermission, and then ducked out before you were shot. Then, right, like got out Lincoln. of there. Right. <laughs> So I haven't hung out there in a while in Sundance Square. Go down there. I didn't go to the uh, podcast Bukaki Festival y'all had. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go to that. So otherwise, I, I would have hung out down in Sundance Square because it sounded like y'all had fun and went to Flying Saucer. Yeah, that around there too, right? Yeah, we talked about this last week. Remember? Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for for remembering that. And then uh, Saturday night, went over to our buddy Marlon's house. Yeah. Had a little movie watching night. We thought about coming over there. You should have. A couple times. So. We were really close. I, will, I bring this up because the uh, the flick of the night was. Um, That's what I really want to know is what y'all watch. Kiss versus the Phantom in the park. Oh, man, no, that's awesome. I haven't seen it in forever. Dude, that's like, awesome. when I was in high school. I thought y'all were going to watch uh, Clerks. We were, but it couldn't stream. That was going to be the second movie. But the first movie was the nice. Kiss movie, and it was great because we're all just sitting around laughing and talking about like, it. Being yeah. like, what is that? Like, I didn't, I remembered how Did it remind choppy you of Penny Whistle Park? <laughs> well, it was all um, uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. But yeah, Penny Whistle Park. Yeah. Some bad things happened in that joint, right? For sure. <laughs> That's when be... the pedos could just roam freely. That and I think some kids like got ground up in some ride gears. 
Like that place. They just kind of kicked the bones, the, kicked the let's, bodies under the out, back right? under there. That place was. You guys, uh, get this trash out. But it was today. amazing, right? Like we all looked yeah. forward to going there on field Penny trips. Penny Whistle Park. Penny yeah, Whistle Park was yeah, great. My, sometimes my parents would, would would like they would want me to be good when they went out in public, and that would be their reward. If you calm down, you can, we'll take you to Penny Whistle Park. Wasn't it on the other side of the world? I lived over there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. When I was growing up, I lived over there by White White Rock. That is where it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in between White Rock, White Rock and like, uh, isn't it going to what? We need to rename that to Mediocre Rock Lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Mediocre Lake. And then we got Mediocre Settlement <laughs> on the west side of Fort Worth. Dude, yeah. Mediocre, mediocre. Rock Lake. <laughs> That's awesome, man. See how this whole thing ties together. See how it all goes. Um, <laughs> what about, remember Sesame Place? Oh, yeah. My mom got hurt out there, man. Those giant cargo nets that went she, to... She hurt her back on one of the uh, rides and like was jacked up from that point on. Is that why it closed? She sued? No, but some, some other people didn't. Isn't that why they closed? I think so. Some other people. I suit? thought it was a slide. Well, right? she went in a slide she, that hurt people. She got hurt on the slide. But the uh, thing that was really awesome about the place was the nets. We're about to die. Why? There's tornadoes coming. A big old wave coming at us. We got the door wide open. So the the uh, the, the cargo net climbing yeah, was thing awesome. was awesome because yeah. it was. And now I was little, like. 10, 11, whatever, yeah. probably nine, something like that. And it looked massive as a kid because you'd climb way up there. I think it was massive. I don't think that was just us. Really? Yeah. Now it's a Walmart. It's the Walmart nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Sesame Place was great. Robotuner yep. says uh, he fell off Cookie Mountain. <laughs> was that a stri- stripper's name or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw that. I wonder if there's like an archive of Sesame Place. Sesame I don't know. Place. There's got to be some pictures. Oh, there's still of it, some man. theme parks. There's still some of them around. You think huh. they're still got a bunch of the the in cargo Philly. nets? Philadelphia and San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. That's probably because the Marines chain on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all those cargo <laughs> nets. All right, kids, get out of here. If I go to the Muppet Wiki page, yeah, and it says that Sesame Place, Texas. That's the one that was out. It was the by, one in Irving, uh, Texas, in 1982, but didn't find success, and but didn't find success, and it closed in 1984. So shit, I was. I was yeah, it wasn't seven. open very long. Yeah, the big, um, big bird mouth you'd walk up into. I'm yeah. trying to find these cargo nets. I want to see how tall they were. Man, that place was ruled. It was fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. I don't know. We'll it see was not again. fun for my mom's back, though. Why didn't she sue and take it over? Call it. We wouldn't be podcasting. We'd be living off your <sighs> running on your yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I'd burn through that money by like. Let's see. I turned twenty-one. How many years ago? Lots like six months after that, I burned through all that. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And hookers. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Crazy, man. Well, shit. I can't find any pictures of it. Anyway. Of uh, Penny Whistle Park or still Sesame Street Place? Sesame Place. Penny Whistle Park, there are pictures of because people have documented They're probably creepy looking too, aren't they? That's why I'm saying. There, something happened there. There had to be death. Yeah, they they were sweeping. Like, yeah. take this body out of here. 
That's because yeah. th- th- it was all carnival rides. There was nothing permanent, and they were just inside a building. Yeah. That one, what was it, the B ride? You'd fly up and almost hit the ceiling. <laughs> if you're tall enough, you could scrape the ceiling. Yeah. As it went up. Yeah. Yeah. There was some. Remember, Showbiz Pizza had a ride that went up pretty high up towards the low ceilings. It's always unstable when you have low ceilings at a pizza joint. For, yeah. Anyway, but then when you have like animatronics and stuff going on, it's really dicey. Do you remember the ride that was at? I remember. I know it was at Showbiz. Maybe Chuck E. Cheese too. But it was the Electric Boogaloo. No, it was like a little chair, and it just rotated and went up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That thing. Yeah, man. That you was awesome. Money. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'll do For this. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're a kid. You get older. Man, to me, it always seemed like uh, showbiz had better rides than and than uh, and shit at it than Chuck E. Chuck Cheese. E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese was all arcades for And then Showtime Pizza also was around for a while. They had better rides, too. They had better games. If I remember correctly, Showtime Pizza had better games. My... Uh, you're about to say Mazio's, aren't you? No, my favorite place to go was uh, Spaghetti Warehouse in the stockyards, the one that's set up on the hill that's now the power company's building or whatever, the old haunted building, the most haunted building in Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, the games in there were awesome. Yeah. Uh, there was a Showtime and a Showbiz, RoboTuna. There was both. Do you remember Aladdin's Castle at Northeast Mall? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I played some games in there, like in my adulthood. You know what really pissed me off <laughs> was uh, Malibu uh, Malibu Grand Prix. Oh yeah, like right after I turned old enough to drive the big cars, they decided to close down. Yeah, I got to drive the big cars a couple you, of times. That's where I started. Hey, my did you my watch F1 the? Did you watch the season? race? Yeah, it was a good race. It was a good race. I haven't. I, I've only like halfway through it, but I know the results. But did you make it to where Leclerc's engine blew up? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's uh. Is that what happened? Yeah, he he was coming around. He's like, no, 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 oh! And his engine died. Perez was behind him. He was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And then they gave it over to Verstappen. Verstappen right at the end. Cause Why per- did, did Perez was starting to per- slow down? He had fresher tires. Oh. And they were trying to hold off. Um, that what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, Bagwell or what? Or uh, I, I know the other. Uh, Ferrari driver. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, Wasn't it him? They were trying to. Hold I thought him? it was the uh, the. Um, oh no no Hamilton's, no! Yeah, Hamilton's, it, uh, it was teammate. Um, uh, George. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to fight off George, trying to keep him back. And then you see what happened to Hamilton. Yeah, that's crazy. If he would have stayed in fifth, he would have won the race. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be. He pissed. got hit. In the first, that was close. That was third really close. turn. Man, we're geeking out so hard on this. That was that was close though. That was a close. I, I could see why both were upset. Both teams, I think. Yeah, I'd be more pissed if I was Hamilton though. I would be too. And yeah, you got knocked that was, all the way back to last place yeah. or nineteenth because and you were just holding out. ground. Is all you were doing. And he even said, guys, he radioed in and said, guys, I would if. Let's save the engine. Let me come in. Yeah, let me. And they're like, and well, you like, have a pl- chance to get to eighth. You have a chance to get some points. Let's go to points. And he came back to fifth. He's a yeah. badass. He's a badass. He is. There's just, a lot of badass racing. Leclerc's having an awesome season, man. Yeah, fuck him. Dude, I like Team Ferrari, man. 
You do? I just it's it's just nostalgic and romantic. You know <sighs> what I mean? You don't like the those Ferraris, those deep red all red cars every once in a while zooming by. I lost Ferrari when Schumacher left. I got Yeah. That was kind of There's a lot of people that did. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, I'm done with Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. They did him wrong. We should just quit Jerry Jonestown Massacre podcast show and do F1 series podcast. Podcast. Because and I guarantee travel. you we would I guarantee you that would happen cuz those cats that did the EPL up in Chicago got to travel. Next thing you know, they're like a worldwide podcast. We get to fly where they go. Dude, we get so many badass stamps on our passport. Yeah, Go to imagine all the fucking cool ass cars, and we'd they get to drive us, and let us see. We couldn't do the last races of the season. They won't let you in the Middle East. Why? Because you've said some things about Muhammad. <laughs> on the show. You've already got notice. <laughs> there are people who have already contacted yeah. you. Said, "Hey, when you yeah. when you uh, guys do the F one podcast, you aren't going to be allowed can't over here. Come to the Middle East. Why? There are some things that Stubbs said about Muslim yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. He didn't draw any pictures, so we're safe there. Yeah, he didn't draw any pictures. And then, uh, so Sunday, we had a little field trip, and I'm we missed out on something, and I'm. I'm going to tease Fort Worth Famous because I know they're going to talk about it. Um, we we all got, or they got invited, and I was just going to coattail it because <laughs> they're a huge show. Yeah. And they got invited to this little uh, listening party with Trend Music. Uh-huh. And, but I, I was not feeling good Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I was dead to the world. I hurt. My head hurt. The pressure from all this weather yeah. and shit. And I didn't want to go. Well, I wanted to get better for the show, but I was even to the point of, I mean, I'd be going to the show. Yeah. Um, but uh, listen to their show. They it turned. It was an event. Probably should have gone to. There were some. They the, Susie did some hobnobbing over there. And knob hobbing. Yeah, I don't know if we can say that these days. You can't use that one? I don't think so, man. She rubbed some elbows. Can you say that? I think so. Okay. I think we're good there. That's not sexual. Rubbing elbows? Well, I mean, depends. If you're a pervert. She touched tips. That, that's sexual. I can't it's say very that. sexual. There's no way you can say that. Okay. Well, anyway. no, I mean, you can on podcast right now, but if you were streamed, like mm. on, uh, if you were uh, Sirius like a radio, XM? yeah, Sirius XM. I could say you're doing you're doing the weather report. You <laughs> the tornado like, Man, it is just jizzing all over our faces <laughs> down here in rain. I don't think you can say that. Well, you can't. Oh, on Sirius XM, you can. But we not on have, broadcast radio though. No. You couldn't go on ninety seven one The Eagle. But we can't be on it. Sirius XM because we can't go get our own advertisers. Yeah, they ditch us. Yeah, they don't. They, they, they don't all like they us. all act gung ho, and then they're like, ah, we're "Gosh, like, I thought we were coming to you, so you would get the advertisers for us." Gosh, are we, we got to talk here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... What's this about jizzing out of the sky? <laughs> listen to their show this week. I think they're recording it on Sunday, but when it comes out, I guess next week, they can talk all about it. But it sounds like a really cool event. Yeah. And, But we ended up going that night. This is the same type thing that happened with us and Allison or in uh, Jerry Cantrell. We were both teetering on like, uh, Not going. I don't want to deal with this. Uh, oh, it, it's I the hurt. day of the show. And then, yeah, it's the uh, day of the show. Let's go. Okay, we'll go. 
and the weather wasn't the greatest. No, kept kind waiting for it to rain. Take naps. Like now. Oh shit. What the fuck? That's, <laughs> that, that. We might be going out. Power might be going out. I want to give yeah. it a, a warning real quick. We got one of these Texas storms blowing through. North Texas storms blowing through. So I'm getting a call and, uh, right now that it, there is hail falling at Roof Snow and 820. Is there hell on the deck? That's not good. Is there hell on the deck? Friend. No, there is no hell on the deck. There is no hell on the deck. There's no hell on the deck. We don't have hail core. But I do want everybody to that's know we're the being band, serious. That's we might, the genre uh, we're actually, making, right? We might actually get cut off here in a second because yeah, the power, power goes go out. out. We'll talk to you in a minute. We'll, we'll refire it up. You guys in the... Uh, on YouTube chat room and all that. If it goes down, well, we'll fire it back up. It'll just take a little bit. Um, I don't see any hell, but I'm getting reports. Hell, it I love our field reporters, man. That's very accurate. It is. Report. It is. It's very great. I just got rain. Yeah, that's all we got is rain. So anyway, that's all I got too is rain. <laughs> it was supposed to rain on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't really want to go stand out at Amplified because Amplified, for those that don't know, is the old uh, Gas Monkey Bar and Grill. Yeah. And the venues outside. Which, uncovered, is quickly putting together a stretch of metal shows. There's no hell at 35 in Western Center. Okay. okay. That they're, they're starting to become the place to go see metal shows. That photographer we walked in with, yeah, the blonde-haired female. Uh-huh. That's what we were talking about. Up like front, how some right cool ass shows have come. In. Was like how that has become the place to go see metal shows now. Yeah. So, um, oh shit, it may be coming a little later. There's look at this. We're gonna. Oh man, we're we're dead. We're so dead. We are going to. I'm gonna have to crash yeah. here. Yeah, we're. Yeah, I mean, hello. That's not a siren, was it? We're not supposed to have any uh, tornadic, upstart, tornadic activity. activity. So I think it's too cold. It is. So we um, we go to the show, like you said, hesitant, and just like the Jerry Cantrell show, I'm a hundred percent happy I went to that show. Yeah. First off, the dude fucking it was packed at like what six thirty, packed to where you couldn't move at six thirty. That's like. We went upstairs to the VIP where we could get out of the well, way see, of people. That's what I was going to say. Is <laughs> I went and played golf on Friday. Yeah, and I haven't played golf in like twenty years. Uh huh. So, and when we first went in, we got the we got our perfect little spot that we went to. We, we've gone there a couple of times, and it's our little hangout. It's spot. our little hangout, and then it gets cram packed, and then my back and knee just start completely throbbing so i got to see um driven below in the uh cutthroat conspiracy guys cutthroat caverlatech finch's conspiracy (laughs) there's no way we can recreate that right now you should have rolled then that was the greatest band name ever yeah so by so what happened was i left and went to go relax while El Nino was playing, right? Mm-hmm. Did we say the bill, by the way? It was- so it, it started with uh, two locals, Driven Below and Cutthroat Conspiracy. And then the Nationals were El Nino and Down. Right. A really solid lineup. Which I hadn't seen El Nino since early 2000s. I hadn't seen him since 
uh, either Ozfest or Palooza, one of those festivals. I think it, I think was, it was Ozfest. Ozfest. Last time I saw him, man, oh, holy shit! They okay. So the uh, we, we went up, we went upstairs. You had to go back down, but I just ended up staying up there. Mistake, really huge mistake because huge, huge. huge. I guess those seats are a little bit more expensive, so those are all like sectioned off sections, and people just have their parties there and stuff. And like the the bartender up there in the VIP uh, bar was coming down and like serving food and stuff. So uh, if you don't have one of those seats, you're just trying to basically look under someone's legs to see the show, like John Candy and Splash. Yeah. You were dropping coins and looking up skirts? Kind of, to watch the show. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. So that sucked, but the show sounded amazing. And then, every, you know, I'd go inside and watch it on the bar TV, everyone's, the, the VIP bar TV. So, but dude. Il Nino was great. Like, oh, they man, were dude. tight as shit. Now, there were like eight guys on stage. Are they, they're from uh, Brooklyn or somewhere, New Jersey? Something like that, right? Are they? Yeah, they're northeast, like that biohazard group of musicians and stuff. I thought they were all... I thought it was southern... Let's see. No, I think they're northeastern. I thought they were all like from the deep, south here. Either I don't think so. Mm. If you say Miami. Union City, New Jersey. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. They've had a lot of members, too, by the way. They were great. Like They, they, they were, were tight. Man. Yeah, it was awesome. Loud and loud, cool, and those guys fun. were all over the place. Yeah, and then um, they played one of the my, like that "I Am Loco" song. Yeah, is like you that's what that hooked me into. Them. I was about to start yelling. Um, what is it? The uh, zombie eaters or not zombie eaters? Uh, oh, they uh, did do zombie eaters. That yeah, Faith No More song. They did do zombie eaters. I think so. And that's a good version of Zombie Eaters, it is. too. It's really, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. I forgot about that. Now I need to listen to that. Then but Down comes out. Then Down comes good out. Good gosh almighty. Which has so many local ties, not just because of Phil. Just walking around everywhere, there's local ties. And, like, yeah. Just, there were so many people like, oh, yeah. hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Oh, now I get the connection here. And then I get all yeah. these messages that all these people were there that we never saw because it was so packed. That show was ridiculous. That was so show was way oversold. Yeah, packed I would like say. crazy. But down was, um, dude. I told you they sounded. I told fantastic. you, and we just saw Pepper there, and then yeah. we see Pepper again. Yeah, that that rehear- When I saw that rehearsal on Instagram, I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude! They're fucking about to bring it." Yeah, and they did. Yeah. Just like we thought. They brought it, and they it sounded it. fantastic. They sounded just like you thought they would. <laughs> Phil sounded ridiculous. I know, man. Phil sounded so good that I, I was like... believe it. Oh, too bad we can't have a Pantera reunion. If there's one dude that could freaking recreate 30 years ago, you know, it's him. Yeah. And he did it. He sounded... He fucking sounded awesome. And he had a great... He, like looked like he was having fun and just... No rants? No, man. I was like, are we going to get Phil rants about, turn the fucking house lights on right now. I got no, something man, to tell I think you. We're all, Grandpa Phil's got something to tell you. I think we're all, think we're all too old, man. We just like to smoke weed and, or, uh, and drink beer. He's learned, shut the fuck up because people will videotape it and it will wind up on There's social media. Some of that too. And He's some a of the stuff guy, you say so. 
you know, back then you had to have a giant video camera in order to shoot him when he would just go on crazy rants yeah. at Pantera shows. Man, he's a lot like Mike Patton, dude. He's just always doing something, man. That's like it's like his kids are his music projects. Think that's what keeps him sober? Well, yeah, I'm sure it helps to stay busy. Yeah. But he's just like, dude, it's every the, everything he touches. He's one of those motherfuckers that just is a badass. Anything he touches is badass. His label, his label's amazing. Housecore, I love that label, man. And it's funny they they have a they have a unique group and sound of musicians. Like the type of artist that they have on that label, like it's all real hard blue collar grinding, like gotta go to work type metal and rock. So yeah, it was it was a fantastic night, man. And then we found out that uh, the bass player is <laughs> plays in um, Pure Luck, who we've seen. At multiple places across Fort Worth with other friends of ours, the Beaumonts, and and he also plays in Goat Whore. Let's not forget Goat Whore and Crowbar. So it was a good night. I'm glad we went. Ended up going through it all. It was fun. It was fun. Sorry, I zoned out there. Yeah, Barry, those audio pops are when electricity's in the air. I think that's what's shutting it down. Keeps popping our player. Are we uh, streaming? Yeah, we're up. We're and running. We're running full yep. throttle. Oh, look. The Maverick game's back on. Oh, look. And they're winning. Yes, by 10. That's okay. It's not the third quarter. That's when they give everything up. That's when they give it away, give it away, give it away now. So, down was great. Um, I want to talk about something on downtown on Saturday. This is, um, you're probably going through this right now. Prom? Yeah. All the prom good stuff? You're going? You've got several dates lined up for prom? No. I don't know? No. So prom was hitting hard Saturday when I went down the galleries, went down there and checked them out. Oh, yeah? The What blew me away, though, is like all these kids are running around in their tuxes and dresses and whatever, but how many of them had their own videographers following them around? Like yeah. There were videographers everywhere following these kids around. Man, remember when With I told gear. you I had that, uh, that idea? Yeah. Did you think of that when you're like, man, I kind of did. Fucking been loaded, loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I, I was like, man, that's kind of cool. Go to prom, you have a, <laughs> a videographer following you around. So, anybody going to prom lately? I I can be bought. I have video gear. I can follow you around. Be creepy. I'll <laughs> I'll chaperone. <laughs> it won't be very good, but. Oh, attempt. Any parents out there, you need a chaperone. <laughs> we need to get I'm a, a videographer for the driver for the chaperone. That may be a good thing. What? You have a guy following you around with a camera all night. Probably is. You're not going to bang, right? Unless you're making a video for... And you need the cameraman. Future. You're making a Paris Hilton night vision video. Why was that shot in night vision? I don't know, but I love that video. Why do I feel like I'm in special ops every time I watch it? Yeah. I haven't watched it in like, like 20 years. You're, when did it come out? If you, keep, if you pass them making Louvre yeah. and you go down the hall, you're looking for Osama bin Laden. Like, where's Osama? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before tonight, the big story of the week was monkeypox. I'm so con- – this monkeypox thing, I'm like – are we? Are you serious? Are you serious? You keep asking like the media. Are you, you're really gonna roll with this? You're you're going with it. 
all y'all are going in on this. Well, my funniest thing. Did I send this to you? I don't. I've seen a lot. I don't know. This if that's one something. cracked me up the most because this is from uh, NBC News. This the was their headline NBC. yesterday or the day before. Yeah. It says uh, Dr. David Hyman. Sketchy name. Who formerly headed the WHO's emergencies department said that, that the leading theory behind monkeypox spread was sexual transmission among gay and bisexual men at two raves held in Spain and Belgium. <laughs> Dude, the the mediocre <laughs> the white mediocre gay is getting pooped on so bad lately. <laughs> well, yeah. Like they're getting blamed for a bunch of stuff, <laughs> I'll see what man. You did there. Yeah. It's funny. They were talking about that on No Agenda, but I've noticed that too. It's all of a sudden like nobody gives a shit about gay guys. <laughs> so, except now, and now we're going to banish them into uh, yeah. know, the reason for monkeypox. Yeah. They get, they get dealt this hand. What I find interesting about all this and that they are immediately reporting on this is that we've been waiting two years to find out where COVID exactly came from, but we can... A hundred percent say it'll rave that <laughs> some two guys euro rave. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> rave and a bunch of guys and some sweaty meat orgy. Yeah, we're spreading monkeypox around. We can just come to that conclusion. <laughs> no pun intended. There wasn't the lady that just like had a monkey bite her when she got in a car wreck. Oh yeah, like here in the states. Yeah, like how does that happen? I, it, it's so funny that this world keeps getting more and more absurd. It's like, when is it going to stop? When is this? When is this? When is this episode of Black Mirror going to stop? It's not. We we're just trapped in this ish. This we one were episode. going along great, and then somehow, like, what movie was it? Where the where the timelines like cross, and you can't. Bill and Ted's, maybe, uh-huh. or was it one of the Thors? I know the Ghostbusters, you couldn't cross the streams. Yeah, you can cross the streams. But like the timeline, you're cruising along, and all, of all of a sudden, you go, bam, and yeah, it shoots up, like, and you're over, and it's like... We're in an alternative we reality. We can't get back to oh, our no. old world. It was Loki. It was oh, Loki. That's right, Loki. You had to go yeah. back and erase things. So that's the right. Loki series. That's right. Somehow, we went, bam. Now somebody's got to make it back down. And we're going way out of the... way. Did you see the news that NASA released... I don't know. There's a gay sex orgy in space. No, no, man. In no, no, no. water. Apparently, the uh, the Big Bang, the blast, mm-hmm. like as it travels through, like this is from data from the Hubble. As it travels through the universe and gets farther and farther away, it's speeding up. So that's like a firework that blows up. And doesn't slow down. And, and then, it no, just not only doesn't just keeps not only doesn't start slowing down, but starts going faster. Yeah, and they're like perplexed on what it is. Is it being drawn into something larger? Because we're in someone's aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> we're in an ant farm somewhere, man. We're in an ant farm, and someone's looking at us. It's, it's like the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, honey, do you like your pets? Your father yeah. went all the way to Earth to get them. It's insane. I mean, come on. That's a, this is what we are. Or we're on some little cat's necklace, like in a Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. I keep waiting for Will Smith to come up to me with a pen and be like, look at this. And then I wake up and everything's cool. Speaking you know? of Will Smith. What is he doing airing out his his drum, like his emotional therapy on in public? Like, it's very strange. Have you seen on um, 
It's like he's crying for help. On Friday. I saw that. On Netflix. No. What? They released the new season of David Letterman. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's He, he does one, doesn't he? He does one. And yeah. I watched it the other day, Sunday, while I was he's got some problems. jacking with stuff. And it said, um, at the beginning of it, it says, uh, this episode was filmed before the incident. incident at the Oscars. But it was filmed right after, shit, someone died. And they quote it. So it's like a small window right before the Oscars is when they filmed all this. Yeah. Like maybe just a few days before the Oscars, they, sh- they shot all this. And there's a scene in there where <laughs> David Letterman is like having. Like, you all right, man? Will Smith, like, show him how to hit like he was trained in Ali and oh, how yeah. to hit someone. And Will Smith is telling him, like, when you punch someone, you hit them, you know, you want to come at them. Uh, if they're throwing a punch at you, you know, you want to turn the back of your head to their fist because that's the hardest bone in your body and it will shatter their fist. And then you come back and you jack them right in the jaw and all this stuff. And they're reenacting it on Sunset Strip right down the street from the comedy store. And all these people are standing around. And then a few days later, that happened. And then at the very end of the episode, it says um, the punching sequence was for entertainment only. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be smart asses about it, huh? But the the season looks good. Um, Cardi B's one of them. Uh, yeah. Billie Eilish, uh, Kevin Bryant, or right, whatever. Um, no, Kevin something. Anyway, um, and then um, fucking Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and that's, that's the first others. one, isn't it? I think it's like the fourth or fifth one. Uh, Billie Eilish is first, but I you can bounce around and watch them. You don't have to watch them in order. They don't lead. From one episode, there's not a cliffhanger in from one interview to the other, but the Ryan Reynolds one's good. I watched it at work on Friday. It was good. He bugs. That's pretty good. He bugs you. Starting to why? Because every everything they put the him same? in, yeah, every character is the same, and he everything they put that. him in, he he's like making smart ass remarks the whole time. You're like, dude, shut up. He they they talk about that, like how he needs to shut up in his movies and just be a badass. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a it's a cool deal, cool deal. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds very, very, very interesting for sure. So, monkeypox is not going to kill us. There's 200 people in the world that have it. It's not. What was that? I think I just heard a monkey. <laughs> what if a monkey flew through here and just like, <laughs> ate our faces off? A giant chimpanzee. It's like Arr. that would be probably the mostly listened to podcast ever, ever most watched on YouTube. We Look, get our this faces is where those, ripped off. This is where those mediocre white guys got, got their, their faces, faces ripped, ripped off by a, by a gorilla. All right, so the Fort Worth Weekly, the Fort Worth Weekly, they do cool things and they do horrible things. Right. The paper is uh, bipolar. And I'm tempted to take them on by purchasing Central Track, which went up for sale today. It did? Yeah. Oh, they man. put out a tweet today that they so are up for, for sale. sale. So I'm thinking about buying Central Track. It's going to be called the Not Fort Worth Weekly? <laughs> yeah. The Better Fort Worth Weekly? <laughs> um, so, yeah, they sent out a Instagram and a tweet and everything saying, come bail us out. Please help. But you're web-based, so okay. What? You need help? Paying well, overhead has to be low. Can't be that high. I wouldn't think it was that high. No, 
can't be that high. So anyway, Fort Worth Weekly did something really cool. This previous week and this episode there this issue is hard to find. They did an issue about Lola's with the new address on it. Oh yeah. Nifty. But the center of this, the center the centerfold, and that the what they used fold. to call them? And Playboy when you had the chick that fold out, that was a centerfold, right? I believe so. Um because my baby's a cinephobe. Courtesy Something of like uh, Thurst & Co. Is a nice little collective poster you can have. Yeah. Heck of, yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know if you can even see this. That's on cool. The camera, but I'll just hold it up there. Yeah. I need to get one of those. It's pretty tight. So I can they frame it. They did pretty it. good. They did pretty good, huh? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, like it. pretty good. I like it. Pretty, pretty good. I want to see if I can get a real print of it. One sent out to you. It, it's great. Trying to find one of these is pretty hard. So um, you have one day to run around Fort Worth to try to find one if you want. They did a good job on that photo. Now, that photo's composited. It's not a real photo. It wasn't all taken at once, you can see. Yeah. That's composited, but that's cool. It is cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of composites. I like soft composites. Now, the bad thing they did <laughs> was an article they put out yesterday, day before yesterday, yesterday. about mediocre white guys. <laughs> Mediocre white guys. And apparently, if you aren't a cool kid... Now, this was an op-ed by a writer that is here from Fort Worth called um, E.R. Bills. He's done a lot of books and stuff, and he's done a lot of stuff about... He's got books that's trying to change the history of Texas or trying to correct and, and specify what the history of Texas really was. Uh-huh. And um, kind of huge Wikipedia page, whatever. But he he did this little op-ed, and he does every once in a while from the Fort Worth Weekly, from what I understand. This article's bullshit. <laughs> it, it's the just editorial? straight up. The editorial's bullshit. It's it's a lot. It, what this is is a older white guy, because he's, by his age, he's like 65, is just, you motherfucker. We shut down didn't again. Stop again. If it shut down again, no, then, I didn't. Okay, good because I would just have to TT to. and we'd have to reset. But basically, what it is is, it's like an old, older white guy just writing about these goddamn millennials and these shooters because it's all it's just attacking like all these shooters over the past three years, the white shooters being racist, and the reason they're racist is because they're mediocre. They weren't jocks they weren't popular they weren't famous they weren't you know the cool kids so they resort to shooting up places and spouting their radical racist opinions so he's saying that it's more teenage angst than not really teenage angst it's just that that basically this country's having an issue with mediocre white guys not having the power they once had, not being the the best and the elitist of their of all the races, you know, it, it, this country was, you know, predominantly ran by white guys forever. I mean, no one's going to deny that. That's the history of it. But the reason these guys go and shoot places up is because they can't handle that the country's being taken over by 
That's a lot of projecting. Other people. It is. It's it's a really bad it's, projection. Uh, and it, the, some of the stuff in here is just bullshit. Like um the one uh he calls all these like all these guys, the four guys he brings up, Dylan Roof, um the Patrick uh Crucis who was the El Paso shooter. And this is hard to talk about especially on a day like today. But Kyle Rittenhouse, the the guy that shot you know, the three guys and got off. And, um, this new guy in Buffalo, that, that Conklin guy, um, it's basically just saying they're white duds that didn't make it. Um, white male mediocrity can't even earn you a spot on the JV basketball bench, much less get you dates with cheerleaders (laughs) and legions of pathetic white men. (laughs) It's a very childish, yeah, <laughs> article two. Envision themselves put upon Rosa uh, Parks's because they can't get anybody to sit with them at the front of the bus. No one rides at the front of the bus. It's way better to be at the back of the bus. I mean, come on, really. When you get on the bus, where do you go? You can get away with back. all the way to the back. Yeah, you can get away with more shit. I even do fingers, that now. Fingers pruning back there. In the public buses. I'm in New York. I get in the back. You get your fingers pruning? <laughs> no, not in New York. Unless it's just like urine, man, you're gonna get you're gonna get monkeypox. You do that in New York, <laughs> yeah. Man. And then it's it's like uh, to make matters worse, the god of their old time religion, who endowed them with inalienable right to not only sit at the front of the bus but in the driver's seat of the latest BMW model, was never really even white. I, I think that's been known for a while. Uh. Anyway, it it says they used to run things, and now they're just pale skinned. Short-funded, small-dicked runts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can just throw everybody in there. I thought this was... Like, this is basically saying, if you're not he, cool sure and you're not, not a satir- jock... Satir- like, he's doing satire? No way. There's no way. He really feels like that. The way all this is written out... It sounds like he has guilt. And then the... Is what it sounds like. Could be. At the very end, he says, Cue the mediocre white boys nodding along with Tucker Carlson while they peruse gun catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> like this whole thing what what okay there's two things that really set me off this is just a bunch of bullshit because it's just a bunch of filler and hot air yeah because of, you read it yeah. the beginning of it is a joke about uh two williams william shakespeare and uh william faulkner and then they goes on some rant about mississippi kind of, burning yes and you're silly. like what i mean yeah that's the point of an op-ed uh, yeah well, he needed some words on here. I think what what I read was someone just trying to get noticed some more. Probably. On, on a national scale, he's like, oh, if I can get uh, one of the conservos to to uh, get pissed about this. So and my they, two then, – then, then it could shoot my career through the roof. The two things I take issue with yeah. with this article is, one, it's a article about mediocre white guys that – was posted by a local newspaper that is owned and edited by mediocre white guys. <laughs> like, totally. There's a lot of mediocre, mediocre, <laughs> oh, mediocre, mediocre white mediocre guys. Mediocre white guys walking around I right mean, now, man. You want to see mediocre white guys, go meet the owners of the Fort Worth Weekly. That's, I have met them. Yeah, you have. And what? They're mediocre white guys. 
A lot of second. My, a lot of my friends are mediocre white guys. <laughs> True. I mean, we're, we're just we're dudes. so pissed. We're so pissed. Like we get together at our mediocre I mean, white guy meetings every and we every, just talk uh, about talk shooting about, places up. We talk about the uh, replacement theory over yeah. and over, over and over and again. Over we just and get over drunk and, over. and we're just so mad. Just crazy, crazy. <laughs> and then the the second thing that pisses me off is the Fort Worth Weekly is. They've fallen off the left deep end, like by hard, hard, hardcore in the past few years. It's just gone full left. But if you're on the left, if you're a liberal, and the liberal belief is peace and love amongst all people, and we need to all get along. Love, peace, and hair grease. And we all need yes. to get around, and we need to, you know. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, and we all, let's all be one. Why are you posting articles like this that's to just going to fire things? up and inflame things? I don't know. Why are you putting this out there? As a mediocre white guy, I want to know. I don't know. I don't know why, though. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, I just, didn't play varsity. I ran I the. I, played, I was part of the news uh, I played station in high school. I played varsity basketball. I got out of there. Oh, uh, I didn't play varsity football. I have had Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders want to <laughs> <You> date <have>. me. <laughs> So yeah, that's man, out of like, the question. Well, I've actually been in a relationship with a cheerleader, too, so there's that. This guy's kind of off. So, And I'm just a mediocre white guy sitting in a shed in my backyard speaking into a microphone. We're not, I like how we're not debating the mediocre <laughs> no, part at all. Not. We're not it's, debating that part. No, that's fine. It's just I have never had a tendency <laughs> to go shoot a place up. I've never felt the need to go shoot a place <laughs> up. I, mean, I would hope you never will. <laughs> throwing all mediocre white guys that that aren't rich and powerful under this bus is kind of weird. And on top of that, I have a photo that shows all the shooters from last year, all the mass shooters. Okay. And what, what is, what is classified as a, as a mass shooter? Over four, isn't it? It's, or is it three or two or more? It's three or more. Three or more. Yeah. It's over two, not counting the shooter. (laughs) So if it's murder, suicide or whatever, that doesn't count the shooter. But like how white's that bulletin board? Look at that. There's all colors, shapes, and sizes on this picture. It's non discriminatory. Yeah. It's not. It's not I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just come on. I think the Fort Worth Weekly needs to shut the fuck up and just pay attention to local stuff. And that's cool. You know, put out more centerfolds. Yeah. Do cool shit like that. Don't get caught up in the weeds with this type yeah, of shit. Come on. <sighs> anyway. And how does this affect us locally? It makes people mad and angry. That's but there's it nothing it just, in the story. It throws fuel on the fire. There's nothing in this editorial that reflects anything upon Fort Worth at all. Was Fort Worth ever even mentioned? No. No. It's just someone. That they got that sits at his house as a mediocre white guy jacking off to whatever porn he can pull up on Pornhub. And it's like, you know what? I hate racial shooters. <laughs> I hate mediocre white guys with guns. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I'm going to give this weird, article to mediocre white they, guys. There's a whole different reality out there. And it's like I find that the, the uh, people that went so hard into the Trump collusion – and they went so hard into the uh, into the um, COVID, the vaccinations, and how you know demonizing people that that di- weren't vaccinated or weren't wearing masks. They've gone so hard into all this stuff 
that they're just completely detached from their own feelings and their own reality. They're living off of propaganda and, and uh, emotion. It's like they're mentally they, – they need help. A lot of them need help, I think, is the problem right now. There's so many people that are so – it's just like we talked about earlier in the show. Our country is mentally ill right now. It is. And there's some All people over. there's some people that just do not it's like they're not they're they're gonna have to go to therapy to start seeing reality again. Did you hear the John Cleese bit? Monty Python's John Cleese bit. Like uh about uh it's from the old uh Monty Python TV show about him I might have. Uh, I need to I need to find it and play it because it sums up everything. It's how you have so much anger built up inside of you that you have to find someone to <laughs> unleash it on. Uh-huh. And you have you your beliefs are so far one way or the other and all this anger because everything in the world that affects you and makes you angry, yeah, is the fault of someone on the other side. <laughs> Yeah. And that's it, that's not true. Like it's not true. The the fucking Slurpee machine doesn't work at Seven um, Eleven. White guy's problem. And it's 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 Abbott's fault. Fucking uh, Abbott. God yeah. Damn it. You know. Yeah. It's shit like that. It's people that think along those lines that like they need someone to a scapegoat. Yeah. You got to blame it on something. Like it's the something. whole gas thing. You know. It's yeah. fucking Biden's fault. No, you don't really understand how the. Uh, it's easy to do that, but you don't understand how. Gas. It's, it's by policies and, and his executive order's <laughs> fault, but it's not. Uh, it's not the. It's like it's still capital. Like really, really rich people refusing to get into their margins. That's oh, what that's, it is. It's the uh, all the shareholders. Yeah, they don't want to start firing up all these pumps, and then it tank exactly, and they're stuck, and they lose a lot of money. Yeah, it's uh It's aggravating. It's interesting. I need to find that and play it. it it's great. It's pretty. The great. Monty Python. The Monty Python. It, yeah, it, like it sums up everything. That. Like if everybody listened to that, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's it." Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's on YouTube or if anybody in the chat room can find it. Um, Airdrop us a link. <laughs> or or don't. I can't. Um, I don't remember what it was called though. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know right don't know, now. <laughs> Maybe it's ju- being and we're angry. podcasting uh, in a storm, a quiet storm. Mm, it's the quiet storm. Yeah, here it is. Want to hear it? I found it. You want to hear it? Sure. You want to play it right now? You want to play it? You want to play it right now? Go ahead. We've heard a lot about extremism recently, a nastier, harsher atmosphere everywhere, more abuse and bother boy behavior, less friendliness and tolerance and respect for opponents. All right, but what we never hear about extremism is its advantages. Well, the biggest advantage of extremism is that it makes you feel good because it provides you with enemies. Let me explain. The great thing about having enemies is that you can pretend that all the badness in the whole world is in your enemies and all the goodness in the whole world is in you. Attractive, isn't it? So, if you have a lot of anger and resentment in you anyway, and you therefore enjoy abusing people, then you can pretend that you're only doing it because these enemies of yours are such very bad persons. And that if it wasn't for them, you'd actually be good-natured and courteous and rational all the time. 
So, if you want to feel good, become an extremist. Okay, now you have a choice. If you join the hard left, they'll give you their list of authorized enemies. And this is almost on... all kinds of authority, especially when was the, police, the city, Americans, judges, multinational corporations, public schools, furriers, newspaper owners, fox hunters, generals, class traitors, and, of course, moderates. Or, if you'd rather be an extremist on the hard right, no problem, fine, you still get a lovely list of enemies, only they're different ones. <laughs> Noisy minority groups, unions, Russia, weirdos, demonstrators, <laughs> weirdos. welfare sponges, meddlesome clergy, peaceniks, the BBC, strikers, social workers, communists, and, of course, moderates. And upstart actors. Now, once you're armed with one of these super lists of enemies, you can be as nasty as you like and yet feel your behaviors morally justified. So you can strut around uh, abusing people and telling them you could eat them for breakfast and still think of yourself as a champion of the truth, a, a fighter for the greater good, and not the rather sad paranoid schizoid that you really That's are. That's good stuff. That's pretty damn good. You know what the next video is? It's Van Halen playing Pound Cake at the MTV Movie Awards. Whoa. Their music awards in 1991. That up too. So when was that recorded? Well, it had to be the Monty Python days. Like, this was uploaded in 2008. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's with us anymore, is he? No. But, like, all the comments around here is like, wow. Spot on. It's 2020 and all this holds up. <laughs> Look at all this. There's, the comments are just over and over They're, like, holy shit, you know this, this is the same as today. I I will say this. I've had a lot of fun trolling. Everybody. Trolling is so like if there's one thing that's awesome about Twitter and and social media is the Oh, sorry. Is trolling. Trolling is so fun. It is. It's great. It's like it never gets old. It never does. It's so fun. I'm here I'm that's I'm 90% of what I go into Twitter now for is to find a good troll and just go after troll. Them and then get banned. Yeah. Or shadow band or whatever. I can't find your account anymore. Oh, they I tried to tag you in something the other day. <laughs> like, uh oh. I don't know where Matt is. <laughs> I might be gone. When was that? Uh, a few days ago. Uh, Dave saw me. Me and him were going back and forth last night. I wanted to share something with you and he wouldn't come up. Did you see the show that I tagged you on? The yeah. hardest. Or was it the, it's the album? The hardest album of all Ever. time. Yeah. Disturbed. Disturbed. All right. So here's my holy fucking shit point of the day. Found this out today as I'm cruising around looking at things. Uh, we have uh, RoboTuner in the chat room. Yeah, John Cleese is still alive. RoboTuner. Not all, all of them aren't. Not all of them, no. No, I don't think so. Uh, they're going to do Spinal Tap too. He, they are? Mm-hmm. How are they going to do that? And there's some of those guys dead too. Yeah, they're gonna have replacements, but there's a spinal Just tap. Just angel of death done. right now, Mike. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're right. They're dead. dead. Uh, okay, so there is this um, uh, Robotuner. You just went to Canada, so you can you can tell us if you learned about Made or not. Have you ever heard of what Made is? Mead. Made. M A I D. No. Uh, uh, like uh, room service or something. <laughs> it is medically assisted uh medically assistance in death. Oh yeah? It's kind of like Kevorkian, Kevorkian yeah, It's and medically that? assisted suicide is basically what it is. Yeah. And 
Their numbers are through the roof. In 2023, they're going to make it to where pretty much anybody um, has access to suicide that is in poverty level can be killed. Whoa. They're just going to open the door up. In Canada? So you have to go before a board and be approved, okay? This is in Canada. In Canada. And the story that's come out is a 31-year-old Toronto woman who used to be a um, hair and makeup artist. Uh, she got um, – she was diagnosed with multiple chemical sensitivities from using the makeup so much and the chemicals and stuff, the hair shit and everything. And it has led – it triggers rashes, difficulty breathing, blinding headaches, and um, – she had, the headaches are so bad they turn to migraines that cause her temporary paralysis. Um, she's in a wheelchair now, has trouble getting around. And what the problem is is that she's she's been looking for an apartment that is wheelchair accessible and has cleaner air because of where she is. I guess from the way they describe it, she's in an area that has really. Nasty air. Nasty ozone, but nasty air. She's been trying to find one that's wheelchair accessible, has cleaner air, and she can pay for it with her, uh, what is the ODSP, which is Ontario's Disability Support Program. She rele- she receives a total of $1,169 a month plus $50 for a special diet. And she's in the poverty range, and... She applied for MAID because she's tired of living and dealing with this. Golly. Earlier this year, another girl that had the same MCS um, applied for it, got it. And Wait, same the, the chemical thing? The multiple chemical sensitivity. Wait, that's odd. It's coincidental. Big time. It is coincidental, or it could be just pointed at this article. Um. You know, that they found someone else that also went through this. Um, she got, uh, she had to go through this. It's a, it's a process. You have to go before this board and everything, but they, uh, this other girl got it and they put her to sleep in April of this year and it caused a whole bunch of controversy up there. Yeah. But it I says, like, um, it says here, uh, she, this Denise is the is the name of the girl that's going through this right now. She's had two different ten different agencies in Toronto over the past six months try to locate housing with reduced chemical and smoke exposure that she can afford, and they can't find anything. Um, and she's just tired. She can't find housing that she can afford that is in a safe area for her to live that is also wheelchair accessible, and she's done. And it says uh, she had to go before a board, had to fill out an application says, applying for medically assisted death has been surprisingly easy. Denise said she began working on applications for MAID in the summer of 2021. A psychiatrist, she said, first deemed her competent to make the decision. Then a second MAID provider reviewed her medical history and signed the approval according to Denise. Then another physician who offers medically assisted death has now asked her to finalize all her documents, including a power of attorney and funeral arrangements, along with a DNR order. 
she's spending and, and as of when this article was written in uh, May fourth, she is finishing up the docu- documentation. Um, she's asked the doctors. There's a ninety day waiting period, and she's asked the doctors to waive the ninety day go right waiting to it, period huh? to go uh, straight to it. Um, it, they usually wait 90 days because of thinking about it or pulling out. And then there's a, uh, if natural death isn't imminent, they can supposedly fast track it so she can have her earlier death. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. This is a death board like this. I was reading this and was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like this is hard core and now what they're saying is that they got this- a leak sorry oh. to interrupt you oh in the ac yeah it's raining like crazy they stopped the there. game they have yeah i thought you meant in here i started looking up i got panicky um <laughs> is it on the yeah watch they're drying it up is it on See? the court oh, yeah. okay so <sighs> this law went into um, effect a few years ago um, in 2021 they expanded the law because basically it was like if you're old and you want assisted death you could apply for it and get it in 2021 yeah. they expanded it to anyone with a chronic illness or disability in 2023 it's anyone that it that feels like they're below the poverty threshold can ask for assistance. Like you don't have death. to have any kind of uh, physical pain or anything like that. You can just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, if we're trying to depopulate the earth, which it seems like uh, that's what they're meeting about well, here at, at Davos. Uh, at Davos, Davos we're here. Is what we're talking at about. the World Economic Forum, this is one of the things we've talked about is trying right. to kill off as many people as we can. This definitely helps. Countries start offering drive-in suicide, uh, this? through drive-through suicide places. Sorry, I guess I shouldn't joke like that. But I thought Canada was the land of fun and happiness. Man, look at what's cool happened shit. to that country, though. Man, they're fucking mess. They're just like us. But you get over there and and on the good side, the Vancouver side <laughs> and the Victoria side, it's fun and happiness. It's pretty. It's good. It used to be fun, fun and happiness here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There, they have a and at the end of this article, the thing that, that like blew me away. Like I, I was, I had this was difficult for me to read today, and I had to prep myself for the, <laughs> to talk about it. The the article about the mat made made yeah, but it insane. says here that uh, the other girl that um, that I guess killed herself basically is the way you say it. Her name was Sophia. But it's, as you go through here, it says the the clinic is seeing a growing number of referrals for the condition that those two girls had and a two-year wait list for a specialist appointment. So this, there's this clinic that can help with it, but if you're on a two-year wait list and you're having all these issues, it may yeah. drive you to being like, no, I'm done. I'm 31. Who cares? Boom, done. I mean, these people that are signing up for this realize that they can take care of this themselves, right? 
I don't think you, but you don't, it, doing it this way is legal and you get insurance or your family gets insurance. The, you think the insurance is going to pay out on that though? There's no it's way. It's a medical procedure. I guarantee you in America, in America. America won't work. <laughs> you there, need to learn to speak Americanese. But Canada, you get everything They got socialized health care up yeah. there. So it says here that so this is something this is something that the taxpayers of Canada are paying for. I guess so. Canadian statistics suggest that at least seven hundred thousand Canadians suffer from sensitivities to chemicals. That's crazy. I didn't know that there was some kind of epidemic of chemicals up there. Edmonton, man, all those oil fields. It's like living in Houston times thirty. Yeah, and it's cold and it's gray a lot. That can make you get addicted to chemicals. But this is scary as fuck. This, this like, freaked me out. It's just like I was saying earlier. This Black Mirror episode, it's just, it's like... It I'm just tired getting, of it. It keeps getting worse and worse and worse. You're like, all right, when does the Antichrist come? <laughs> when when does our Savior... He came. When, when, what happens here? The Antichrist came, and then he molested a bunch of women. Now he's on trial. He was a beautiful person. Mm. <laughs> you think Marilyn Manson was the anti? Okay, and so that I what everybody he, said? He thought he was. That's yeah. what all the churches said. So was Kiss, and they oh, had to fight yeah. the Phantom in the they Park. They were knights in Satan's service. They were knights in Satan's service. All right, from here on out, nothing but happy fun times. Yeah, we got a question from a listener, and I figured I'd bring it to the show. An email question? I texted. Text well, question. We, I think we're going to shut the email down because this is a we're in the modern world now. They can TikTok us. They can questions or whatever. <laughs> Do we have a JJTM TikTok? Have you started that yet? No, no, man. That's infiltrated, homie. We can't have JJTM TikTok. Look at my penis. <laughs> Look at me pee. Look at my penis. Look at me pee. Look at my penis. <laughs> That's all it would be. We we kicked Look off at TikTok. Me pee. So. Uh, uh, Excuse me, ma'am. You like to look at my penis? Look at me pee? That's so um, gross. Barry sent us a question. Yeah, Barry. On the uh, one ball line. He's, he sent it, and I'm going to change it up. Like it's it's Him speaking to us? Yeah. It's directed towards me, but we're going to have to change the instrument for you. Okay. And I don't, I don't think we've ever really talked about this. I've talked about this on another podcast, but I never talked about it here. <laughs> what album or z- Inspired you to start uh, to get into playing the bass, uh, which on you would be guitar. Yes. What album inspired you to really get into playing the guitar, the stringed instrument of your choice? Uh, I would say where I decided that I didn't give a shit anymore. I was buying a guitar, like no mm-hmm. matter what, and I was either gonna suck or suck. <laughs> Was uh, Appetite change. for Destruction. That once was I in got, the 80s. How'd you get... The, what have you done since then? What? <laughs> that was in the 80s. Yeah. You should have learned to play since <laughs> then. You'd think I knew how to play. God. But yeah, that was the one where I was like, I don't give a damn. I'm going... in my next Christmas, I'm going to have an electric guitar and an amp. And that's when I did it. I got a fake a uh, fake uh, SG with a Gorilla practice amp. A uh, 10-inch practice amp. Green? Freaking... Uh, a green gorilla or an orange gorilla? It was a green one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think it was green. It was cool though. I had to like dime everything to get any kind of distortion. <laughs> yeah, 
And I, boy, like, I just thought I was freaking like my first crate was that way. I had yeah, everything. Yeah, my first crate. So guitar, the one that my dad gave me, the first one I had was that it was a bass, that SG bass I have in there, the old Electra yeah. SG bass. And that was right when like Nevermind came out. So that was a big influence. The first song I really learned how to play front to back was uh, right, was um, Whom the Bell Tolls. That's what I was going to say. A lot of Met- Metallica had a lot to do with it, too. Like, so oh, I just want to play guitar. The two, the three albums that probably got me going right off the bat was Nevermind, Ride the Lightning, maybe a little bit of, of Master, too, because we used to... Yeah. Me and my buddy John that I grew up with, we used to always just meddle out and play. Molly Crew too. Molly Crew did like I got no into crew. some uh huh? No crew for us. Yeah, Molly Crew, man, Jeez. uh some of the stuff that was on there when like a uh, Shot at the Devil, Too Fast for Love, Theater yeah, of Pain. I never played any of that. The biggest album though that really changed like for technique and style and being able to switch up and go. Which Leviathan. I'm still not great at slapping. <laughs> Leviathan. <laughs> Uh, the first Rage Against the Machine record. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could yeah. play that record front to back. Yeah, within about and it was fun. That was fun music. Three to or four learn. months. Yeah, that was it's like a real blues yeah. blues licks. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> line. So I talked about uh, Central Track being up for sale. You gonna buy them? No. Well, tap the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> we might buy them. I'm under NDAs. <laughs> I want one of those again. Um, so I got this study that reveals... Yingling or an NDA? I want a youngling. <laughs> There's a study that came out on the internet, and I'm, we believe everything we see on the internet because that's where all our facts come from. It's where I learned to speak Americanese. That's where I learned to spell diaper. <laughs> Was um, This is by... A, uh, a site called Finance Buzz. They analyzed 13 genres of music and broke them down by what genre had the most expensive ticket price for their concerts and what genre... Um, I thought we did this the other day. The most exten- expensive tickets by artist and the tour, what genre per tour and the genre by total ticket sales so, we're not doing bands yeah. or artists. We're doing genres. What do you think the most expensive genre... Now, this is a study done between 2017 to 2021. The most expensive genre to buy a ticket for is? Uh, man. Well, throughout music history, <laughs> right? Is that what we're talking about? From 2017 to 2021. Oh. Did I miss that part? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say metal and rock, but the uh, the, the timeline's not going to no. make it work. Yeah, the timeline's not going to do most, it justice. On average, the most expensive genre of artist to see, Country. which is someone that just came through town, Country. can prove. It's a point over there. Classic rock. Oh, yeah. The average for a classic rock ticket is $119 per person. That McCartney show that just came through for a decent ticket was $700. Yeah. For decent. Not great. Decent. Which is stupid. 
You're a Beatle that has more money than anybody. You own Michael Jackson's catalog. Or did Michael Jackson buy the Beatles catalog? I, I think it was right. the other way around. Something like that. Anyway. Second was Pop. McCartney bought Prince's uh, catalog. Uh, pop is averages $100 a ticket. Yeah. Lit- Kate, what about K-pop? They're not on here, actually. Maybe they fall under Well, pop. that's racist. I think it is, too. Latin is 91 yeah. Rock is 85 and hip-hop is $82. Uh, falling down, uh, comedy is down towards the bottom of the list at $73. And if you want to go see a good, at the bottom of the list, a good Christian rock band... Cost you thirty nine bucks. I just saw a really good fucking rock show for thirty six. What show was that? Down. You paid? No. No. Oh, just. I don't want to act like I'm big time on our I, podcast. I, I haven't paid for a concert in a long time. It's not like I'm gonna do uh, a, a music video where we're talking about our band and then we go oh, run outside and then go uh, play in our band and kick us <laughs> off our instruments also. and then finish the song. Maybe. The most expensive <laughs> tickets by genre and artist. Classic rock, Bruce Springsteen, averages $508. Oh, my gosh. He's pl- he, I saw he's touring. He's about to tour again. He's, he's, he's about to release some music and yeah. tour. I saw him he's, front. You too. Is he 70? He's in his 70s now, right? I need to post those videos. Yeah. God, him singing man. for Bono was interesting. Streets of Philadelphia. That's not Bruce Springsteen. I wanna hide. I wanna Louisiana. These walls. <laughs> it was fucking cool, and I never got Bruce Springsteen until I saw him sing. And that was yeah. the same show with Kanye. No, I would love to go to a Bruce Springsteen show. I'm not throwing shade on the guy. So my, my he's the boss. My man. buddy Dominic that I shoot he's not the assistant with. manager. No, he's he is the boss. He's, he's the, the boss. My buddy Dominic grew up in the same neighborhood as him. Oh yeah, and said that there was this bar that Springsteen used to you know frequent when he was growing up. But he's like, there were several times as he was growing up, young or you know in his twenties, whatever. You'd be in there having some drinks with the guys, and all of a sudden you just hear this click as the front door locked, and out of the back comes Bruce Springsteen to play a little set. Yeah, just, just kind of uh, warming up in the bar, and he's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, it'd that's be like. Cool. Us being up at Billiards and Kiss showed up. <laughs> Before they went and played the Watauga Amphitheater? Yeah. Number two, Lady Gaga for 337 Lady Gaga. Uh, I'll just jump through here. Number four, Metallica averages 229 Usher, 220 Dave Chappelle, 166 Jazzy and By Wansi, 117 The Strokes. Oh, no. Why'd they have to bring them up, man? They charge more than Jay-Z does. I would watch Jay-Z a hundred times more than I would that dumbass in his stupid fucking NASCAR jacket again. What was the name of that stupid band at Fortress Fest that he was in fronting? Where the- Jizz Pop <laughs> came from? Which we still need to release our, our premiere album of Jizz Pop. We can't. It- Why? Because Jizz Pop is what the Cantina band plays in Star Wars. It's called Jizz Pop. Well, the thing that sucks is we also have like 20 other projects in the way. We do. I'll do. Yeah, Julian Casablanca. Thank you, RoboTutor. There we go. Eagles tickets are up there. Eagles are expensive as shit, too. So, average ticket sale per tour 
by genre. Pop wins this one at they've won uh, thirty eight million six hundred and ten dollars. I want to know over the That's music history, one. the whole history of music. It's got to be metal and rock number one, right? No. Do you have that fact over there? The total ticket sales by genre in this time period, 2017, no, not, no, 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 I'm saying throughout time. Oh, no, I don't. Like from the beginning of time. I don't have now. that. I don't think we can do that because we can't even accurately uh, remember what the weather was before 1920. <laughs> if you want to learn to speak the weather, you need to learn to speak some weather needs. You need to learn to speak Delcus. <laughs> yeah. Pop. Pop is number one. Number one. They've grossed in that time period five. I could see that point two nine billion with a B dollars. Classic rock three point five five billion. Rock two point four three billion. Country one point nine billion. And alternative rock one point one four billion. Comedy five hundred forty four million. EDM twenty nine million. So those electric daisy festivals yeah don't raise that much what about gay witch abortion that's under christian 175 million (laughs) best band name ever can we talk about that i we used to i don't know know now the rules have changed man we've been potting so long that the rules have they've changed twice we've had two sets of rule changes times they changed it's been a lot Wait, this, so we're can, going on our ninth year, right? Yeah, and then Coming management up? sends us a memo, a faxes us a memo that says, by the way, guys, we can't say this, 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 this. We need to stay away from this, 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 this. I need to ask you something on the show right now, this programming note. Do I have any desire to see that? Dinosaurs? Absolutely none. No, I'm not. It's not that. It's Jurassic Top Park. Top Gun. When are we going to go watch that? Well, there's only one day that it's showing. No, it's showing more days. You looked at it wrong. What? Did I? Yeah. Why did it say 27th only? There's like a premiere date, and then there's it's in regular run. Oh, so they're releasing it. That's like one day, and then they're going to... We should go see it next Monday. Oh, I might be closing on next Monday, though. That's that's the plan. How are you going to close on Memorial Day? Oh, that's a good point. That's the 30th? Yeah. Yeah. You can't close on a holiday. Unless they're... uh, This might be one of those uh, deals that are uh, virtual. Like, I'm not even really getting a place. It's just virtual. (laughs) BlackRock already owns it. Yeah, I'm like finding out that I'm just – all I'm doing is asking to plug into the Matrix at this address. It's your virtual virtual home? Exactly. Um, No, the thing I wanted to ask you was which is more important, our 500th episode or 10 years? Uh, They're both pretty important. They're both coming up pretty quick. That's crazy. We're at 474 now. So we're 25 weeks from 10 years. So 500 will hit before 10 years. Yeah. At some point, we're going to get a paycheck. Maybe someone will throw us a surprise party. And give us a million bucks. So here's what we owed you. I'm under NDA, sir. I am too. <laughs> Actually, I haven't signed my NDA. <laughs> but everywhere I go now, guess what? If I don't know the person that's hanging around us. Can't talk to you. Need a, uh, Can we get that cat over there uh, to sign an NDA? Before he comes over here, uh, I want an NDA. Look at this. We're up by twenty in the third. Twenty-two points. It's because they're wet. This is the <laughs> Splash Town. Sir Mixalot at Fort Worth Brewery. In 
hundred and fifty dollars a, a couple. Do, 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 do. What? I'm sorry. What? A hundred and fifty dollars a couple. Ooh. Ouch. That's seventy five bucks a ticket. Oh no! Yeah. Oh shit! We got another wave coming. What's the? Uh, when is this show again? The Sir Makes a Lot. Uh, I, I don't know. It's celebration of that record. Which that's not even the best song on that record. Yeah. The best song on that record is the one that... Uh, let's see here. Uh-oh, we got TV down. We got TV down. Waiting for receiver <laughs> signal. The tornado is on top of our house now. Please. Yes. Sunday, June 19th at 8 p.m. at Fort June Brewery 19th. and Pizza. He's playing a pizza joint. Yeah. It looks cool. And it's the 30th anniversary Baby Got Back, which isn't the best song on that album. One uh, Time's Got No Case is awesome. Are we back? All right. No, they're showing replay. Am I hearing wind? Oh, it's the fans, <laughs> on, the, the fans on the computer. <laughs> we ate uh, some mushrooms today to make it spicy. <laughs> is that water dripping down the wall? Spicy mushrooms. What? What? I said we ate some mushrooms today to make it spicy, oh. our salad. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Um, uh, what else we got? What else we got here? Yeah? <laughs> the big one. The big one. Vinnie Paul's estate sale. They're doing an estate sale? Is it for charity or something? Or they're just doing it? There, it's all his memorabilia is going up on Thursday. Wow. Backstageauctions.com. Anything now, on there you're eyeing? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like 95% of it? Um, It says there's so much stuff on here. But um, it says here, there, it's just his a massive collection of stuff. He's got several of his brother's guitars, Dimebag's guitars. Uh, his own guitars, basses, and drum kits, and instruments from Tom Maxwell, Judas Priest, Paul Stanley, Dave Mustaine, uh, Mike so Mushik, awesome. Velvet Revolver, Alabama, Tim McGraw, Willie Nelson, and more. And then he has a ton of local sports memorabilia that's, that's so going awesome. up for sale. Um, I think there's some starter jackets in there, some cowboy starter hats and starter probably. jackets. You can visit the site get right now real. and go look at Remember it. Remember that commercial with Troy Aikman? The Get Real? You gotta get some get, real. Get real. <laughs> He's got a guitar. Whoa. What? Don't say he has a Beatles guitar or something. Absurd. What? What is this? What's going on? Uh-oh. What's happening? Preview the auction now. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know right now. I don't have all the answers, man. I don't have all the answers at all. I thought they said there he's got a guitar in here that's from Al Jurgensen. I'm sure he does somewhere. Probably. I'm buying it. Or I'm pretty sure they were bros. Mofo, I'm buying it. You don't know. As you saw the other night, everyone's friends. Everyone is friends. Uh, auction reference catalog. Offerance reference catalog is right here. It's in a PDF form. Would you like... Jesus. It's the smallest font I've ever seen, and it's eight pages long. Oh, wow. <laughs> Goodness. 
Uh, a hell yeah, Vinnie Paul 1994 hell yeah custom slot machine for 3500 bucks. That's cool, 3500 Yeah. Uh, Pantera's 1990s Dickies work short shirt worn by Vinnie Paul yeah. for 100 bucks. Yeah. Uh, what do you want? What do you, what, what are you looking at? What do you, what do you, what do you want? Me? What, what do you, what I'll take some you, guitars. You want a guitar? Yeah, I'll take a guitar or two. How about the 1990 Cowboys from Hell RIAA gold record presented to Vinnie Paul a thousand bucks? Yeah. We hang that on our cool. wall. Yeah. How about the the vulgar display one's a thousand bucks? The platinum yeah. one is twelve fifty. The double platinum is fifteen hundred. Wow. Man, I wish they were make it public to where you could I mean, well that'd be too much of a spectacle for the family. Where and you stuff, could, but look where you at could it? go look at check it all out. Uh, did you ever go over to his place? Yeah. That he had in, uh, here? Yeah. Yeah, we went over there quite a few times because uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours lived right around the corner from it. Yeah, he, he was that type, man. He had all kinds of cool shit. He was a collector. I think all of us are collectors. Man, there's a Fucking lot. Metalheads are naturally collectors. You know that? Kind of are, yeah. And Texas. Kind of are. Us as Texans, we're... We're very uh, collective. We like collecting things, like sp- specimens and stuff. Vinnie Paul, the clubhouse, framed magazine cover, articles in black, <laughs> 150 bucks. Does he have a High Times magazine that he's in? Where were they? <laughs> a bunch of backstage passes for like 40 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks. Um, Judas Priest Band autograph, 2004 LTD ESP Redwood Grand Guitar. In. Thousand bucks. I'll take that. A Paul Stanley, Ibanez guitar. Wait, 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 wait. Is it positive Paul Stanley or negative Paul Stanley? Doesn't say, but it's the 1997 broken glass Ibanez. Oh yeah, that's uh, cool. What are they called? The Ibanez, uh, the one you had, the Iceman, the Iceman, gifted to Vinnie Paul for fifteen hundred bucks. Wow, that's pretty cool, Michael. Schnicker, black and white Dean V guitar, a thousand bucks. Stained. Yeah. Signed baritone Ibanez guitar for twelve fifty. Wait, wait, I don't wait, know wait. how much you like stained. Stained? Stained. The band? Yeah. The I didn't know that they I didn't know that Vinnie Paul was a huge stained fan. I'm in. Right here. Star stuff. Nineteen ninety Wayne Gretzky, nineteen ninety signed NHL hockey jersey, a thousand bucks. In on the wall, right there, right. Yeah, a sure. Dallas Stars yeah. autograph, nineteen ninety Dimebag Daryl Washburn three 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 dime in yeah, L Dimebag yeah. Daryl misprint in twenty five hundred bucks. I'd like to get the guitar he drilled to pieces. Are you fucking kidding the, me? The one he drilled in three, that dime uh, drilled. Yeah, I'd like to find that guitar. That one. Yeah. How about a Dallas Stars? Ed Belfour, Game One, <laughs> yeah, 1997 Custom Warwick goalie mask. Yeah, that's awesome. $3,000. I don't need that lens. I'll buy that. <laughs> damn. Damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. I'd be like, man, that's the one he wore when yeah. we won the Stanley Cup. Mofos. Yeah. I always wanted to have a conversation with those two guys about what happened that night. 
a like lot what's of true? Stuff. What like I want to verify some things. Like, is this really what happened? You the know? night they won the game, or the night of the party at the house where the Stanley Cup got did both, both. What where what was going on the night that that the, that we won? Yeah. Oh, actually, that was in Buffalo, wasn't it? Yeah, was they it? won up there. So yeah, I guess I know when what they came I did. Back, I know what I did too. <laughs> Or whatever uh, it was. Remember there was a bad storm, too, mm-hmm. the beginning of it? Or was that the Colorado series? There was one storm that knocked out TV all over the place. No, it wasn't that That night. was the first time that I ever went to Texas Billiards. And it was when it was at the other building. So I was at my apartment. And they had raised ceilings over there, which was confusing. I was like, wait, you were at Texas Billiards? Raised ceilings here. Lower <laughs> ceilings here. Um. Oh, at the old joint? Was that at the old joint? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the first time I, ever, I met Marty... And the Nances and stuff was everything the was shut. They, they were the only bar we went to. Daddy Rocks, or not Daddy Rocks, pa- Papa G's. We went to uh, Sparks. We went everywhere. Or was Sparks there yet? Sparks wasn't there yet. We went to like four different bars. There were a bunch of other weird bars in there. I went. I drove up down Roof Snow looking for people because that used to be the thing to do when the Cowboys won. Oh yeah, and no one. Are you talking about after the game? After the game. So I went back to my apartment, and this is when You should have just come to Johnson's, because that's where I was. That The stairs. Well, you know, the stairs to my old apartment are the ones that are directly behind Broncos. Like, you would walk out Broncos back door and go right They're about to play Broncos, uh, I I think, this weekend. I know. I'm not going to be here. Where are you going? Space. With Elon. (laughs) Elon. Um... No, they. I, I really want to go see that show too. I'd like to go over there and hang out, but yeah. What show? Unless it's on Monday. The uh, oh, whiskey, whiskey dick. dick. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I went back to the apartment. Was just like, well, let's walk over here to Broncos. See what's going on. That was a shit show. Well, the uh, that's cool, man. Jesse did used to live in those same apartments. There's probably about fifty things in that auction that I would try to get. Probably if I had all the money. of it. Like if I if I was a kajit like two hundred fifty millionaire, just not not just a millionaire, but like a two fifty millionaire, I guarantee you I would blow a lot of cash on that. Oh, load. Metallica album after they cut their hair. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Load and reload. Oof. Blood and sperm. Oof. Um. Oof, oof, oof. But yeah, the it, it's funny you talk to people much like the stories I heard. At the down show, because everybody has been to every Pantera thing they've ever done. And I think, like, there was like, what, 200 people at the Dimebag's house? Like, that's what's visually documented. There were like 200 people at, when the Stanley Cup was there and they threw it in the pool and it got that's what See, that's why I wanted to always interview those guys about it. But there's. To find out what was real. But you find out that. Or you talk to people, and it's like there was 19,000 people there yeah. at that house that night. Everybody that was there that was ever connected to them. Oh, yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah, I was there, man. It's crazy that they didn't stand the cup, man. <laughs> well, how'd they do it? Oh, they just, it just happened. You talking about the pool story? Yeah, the pool story. <sighs> if only they would have put out a book. Rex has a book, doesn't he? I think Rex put one out. Does he talk about all that, though? I was Rex does, around? Man. During that, was he or was he like at home by himself? He didn't go to many Stars games. Where I remember, he, I, I know he has a book about Pantera that's supposed to be really good. Hi, I'm Rex. I'm at Broncos <laughs> having fun. I was. Was he at the uh, Down Show? I didn't see him. I didn't either. I didn't know if we'd see him or not. And there was mention of 
the boys, Dimebag and Vinny. Oh, yeah. Right at the beginning of Lifer. Yeah. And he ripped in the Lifer. Phil said, you know, this is for my boys. Still sad, man. We had the greatest metal band ever from our hood. You know, and, and we take just what that. happened. We take it for granted. We do. We always do. And then you realize you see Phil on stage with Down with his band, and you're like, man, that was so special back then. And it's special now what he's doing. It is, and it's uh, it's just I don't know. It's That's really another, weird when you don't realize they were so good and the shows were so – they were fun guys that just ran around everywhere. That's another thing that and I think normal you and dudes. I would love to have would be an interview with Phil. I think we would have a good one and it would – oh, man. I think I would be sitting there for hours just listening to him and his stories and, and things that happened and, and his uh, just – Did would, you watch the video be there. their 30-year release or 40-year release or whatever it is of – When he was getting interviewed by that Vogue guitar – display. I think so. Were they on Skype? Him yeah, and Rex yeah. are? Oh. I don't know. I'm sorry. I might have. I'd like I saw... sit down with Rex. Rex knows everything. Yeah. He, he was like the well, one that Rex... was level-headed and remembers everything that happened. Every once in a while, Rex was still going up to uh, Broncos and stuff. Yeah, I had a conversation with him one night. I never talked much Guess with Guess what Rex. we talked about? Sex. Bases. Because <laughs> we're bass players, man. And that's what we talk about when we're in public. Troy, y'all didn't talk about base uh, about podcasting. Who became Troy's best friend when we started talking about Jaguar bases? Me, that was me. Who became his best friend when he brought up Eastbound and Down? That, that would be you. me. That was you, <laughs> Troy. Who took my girl? Almost took my girlfriend home. That would be Troy and Greg and <laughs> <laughs> the list. There's list a list of rock left. Trying. 95 to 67 with two minutes left in the third. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to win one at home and yes. then they'll die out in California. One win turns to two. So, real, real question. I don't mean to be dark here. Real question. They're flying back home. Oh, no. Golden State's plane goes down. I don't have any idea what would happen what in that happens? situation. Do they cancel? Hasn't that only happened in like a Russian hockey team or something? Like a professional Russian hockey team? They the all soccer went team down. had it. Was it too? Right? There's yeah. There's been some, and then and then Marshall. We are Marshall, I guess. That was college, yeah. But what about this? What would happen if they don't finish the season? Right? It's just where the NBA calls it off. Yeah. I don't the know. The guys man. with the best record win. Here you go. And Miami's pissed. The Celtics are pissed. I have no idea. Let's hope the Mavs are pissed. Some fucking stupid Trumper doesn't have a bazooka and shoot one down out of the sky because he's a mediocre white guy. I was just thinking, (laughs) there you go. And that's what we'll get an article written about mediocre white guys that killed an NBA team. (laughs) But yeah, what does happen? There's four teams left if... That's a that's a question that I wouldn't ask Diamond Vinny. I'd probably ask that of like Mark Cuban or something like... I can't ask Diamond Vinny. What am I supposed to do? Go to their grave and ask I was ask just them? making reference to our show a while ago. I was like, okay. I'd really love to interview them. I'm asking them about this. Well, I couldn't ask Diamond Vinny about that, but I could definitely ask Mark Cuban if I ever You uh, could go shoot a video them. at their grave. <laughs> Dom, <laughs> I, got Dom. A, I got a question. <laughs> Let's say there's an NBA playoff game going on. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> One of the planes goes down. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> Um, the uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Fuck, uh, shit. Yeah, I just want to know, like, what would happen? That's a good question. 
There's a lot of good questions you've uh, brought up. To, you've brought a lot of good questions to the table this show, you know? I think the you wetness. soul searched. The wetness is screwed up. Uh, the Golden State, because they're not, they don't know what rain is out there. Because California, and California has no idea what rain is. Because it hey, doesn't wait. rain. Is that the mediocre white guy dribbling up the court? That guy, that was Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> he's not white. Was I was talking about uh, Luca? Luca. Yeah, Luca. I don't think he's mediocre. Oh, he's definitely a media. He plays video games all the time. No, nah, but he makes good money. He's rich. Do you think he ever went out with a cheerleader? Probably. I'm Probably. starving. I hate when I get this hungry during the show. I have one final thing I want to talk about. Sex. Close. It's almost as good as sex. Golf. Star Wars. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So, last week, I meant to bring it up on last week's show, but things got out of control. But um, Disney just decided to, like, here's our roadmap and here's what's happening. And they've usually been quiet, but here's how things are going to work in the Star Wars universe over the next few years. And we're pretty open about Kenobi, which starts Friday. Um, they're saying they're open about it? What do you mean? They've been pretty quiet about how things are going to work and what's being what's shot when and what's Three different what. series right now? So you got Obi-Wan, and then as soon as Obi-Wan's done, the Andor series comes out, which is Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. Uh-huh. It's like his backstory and how he got into the... Uh, rebellion, and then still no Vader. In Obi Wan, there is. No, I'm saying when I thought they they were going to do a series or a movie. Oh no, about Vader. Vader. Yeah. No Vader, and then um, Ahsoka series comes out next year, and there's like close. Andor's supposed to go. There's some I can't remember what the other series is, and then uh, Mandalorian starts back up season three, and then Ahsoka. Is next year. But they were kind of talking about how it all ties in, and I kind of forgot about... It's a The Vanity Fair article is um, pretty good, pretty in-depth about it, but I heard something leak about Kenobi. Uh-oh. Good or bad? And I didn't know it was a leak until it's one of the... I don't know what the fuck's going on with these stupid fucking websites now that trick you in. They don't say, you know, spoiler warning or something. They just like... Oh, by the way. Here's everything. And as you're reading along, you're like, I don't want to read this. Dicks. Because they just write it in there like, you know, such and such is returning and blah, blah, blah. So are you going to tell the... Are you going to spill the beams? If Kenobi ends the way they say it is, because it's just... They're saying it's just it's just the one series. That's it. Boom. You're done. It's... This is all it's going to be. There's not going to be a season two. It's just... What know, about Boba Fett? Are they going to do more Boba Fett? I don't know. But this... Um, if it ends like they say it is, Disney can <laughs> suck a nut. Oh, no. Yeah, and I may have to do a GoFundMe for Did- Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Oh, no. They go woke? We'll see. We'll see. Because uh, there's a oh. lot of stuff. Because even you and McGregor Obi-Wan come out and goes... Kenobi and, and, uh, and Lord Vader. Uh-oh. Our lovers. 
No, they uh, they hope they are. Don't uh, woke my Star Wars, please. <laughs> it's already woke. There was a it lesbian is. kiss. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Ha- I mean, don't shoehorn it. I they guess. they're woke. They already showed a black guy fly the Millennium Falcon on <laughs> film. It was all. Make believe beforehand, but then they had to. No, they actually did show it in Empire Strikes Back. So that that joke didn't work. Hmm. You want to delete that? <laughs> no, I don't because it's funny. It's a funny joke. Um. And it and that's my chasing Amy reference of the day. Come on now, I know Calrissian was a black guy and he got to fly the Millennium Falcon. Who said that? <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> That whole scene is funny. Black Rage, Black Rage. What's a Nubian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chasing Amy's underrated. Maybe we'll get to interview him someday. Maybe. He's still putting out books, and I'd like to get him in here. I would, too. I'd like to get a hold of him and be like, hey, man. So, yeah, um, Kenobi comes out. Uh, you get the first two episodes right off the bat. Just and then like you have uh, to wait. Now what, what they did with uh, Boba Fett too. First two, right? Yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. It looks. It's got to be. The trailers look good. The other trailer they released today. Did you watch uh, Thor? The long. One? I saw some of it. I don't yeah. know where or when, but I saw a little bit. Speaking of Star Wars, you have Queen Amidala in there. Yeah, the thing I'm worried about is the Marvel one-liners. They're just getting to me, man. I haven't watched Doctor Strange yet. The second one? And I haven't watched Moon Knight. Uncomfortable name, Moon Knight. It is very uncomfortable. I haven't watched it. Good observation, too, right? <laughs> it's way. bad. How'd that slip by the editing <laughs> department? Moon Knight! <laughs> <laughs> By Marvel. <laughs> no um, no mediocre white guys will make fun of that. No. <laughs> and let's uh, make him solid white. Yeah. Like a clan member. Like, come on. But I haven't watched it. I heard it's great. I heard it makes you insane. And then there's that other one. That, Why does it um, make you uh, insane? The guy from... Uh, uh, what's his name? The actor just released it. Uh, the God Rock. damn it. Dwayne Rock Johnson. No, not him. Jason Momoa. The guy that's in that band. Not 21 Pilots, but the Johnny other Depp. One. No. Uh, uh, the guy from... Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. My So-Called Life. Jared yeah, Leto. Jared Leto. That okay. guy. That guy. That guy. 30 Seconds to Mars. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That movie he just put out. Morpheus? Yeah. Good. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I heard it was shit. I know 30 Seconds to Mars used to rock, dude. <laughs> when they, that a, attack song? Oh, there's a away, bunch, dude, man. Run away. That was on I'll Guitar Hero. Attack. Yeah, that, that <laughs> had some good riffs in it. That album was good. Yeah. He, he came with some ballsy vocals. Then he's yeah, like, Morbius is hot garbage. I don't like to do rock and roll anymore. I'd rather. Well, act. he did the AIDS movie and it changed everything. Him. That's right. It changed his thought. What was the name of that movie? Uh, the Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. He did that, With and that's Matthew when his attitude. I saw him in Brooklyn, though, buying ice cream one night. Matthew McConaughey or Jared? Jared. Yeah. You're like, dude, that's not very anorexic. He stood for me to you buying uh, ice cream from me, and I was like, you're Jared Leto. 
I, I was trying to think of 30 Seconds to Mars. I think I'm going to start doing that anytime I see someone famous Hi. from now on. Like, that is my go-to, though. You're Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> or you do what... Uh, what um, do what... Someone has a TikTok about You're this. Yeah, Eddie Vedder. I think it was with uh, Ewan McGregor. They walk up to him and goes, hey, man, can you can I get a picture? And they, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they hand him the phone, and the guy goes back and stands with his girlfriend, so he takes a picture. Yeah. It's awesome. That's what you ought to start doing. Yeah, dude, I would, if, man, if I, was, if I was a famous person, that's what I would do. I would do dumb shit like that all the time. <laughs> just, I'd be like Bill Murray, just fucking doing dumb, like, just silly stuff. Yeah. Would be, I, I, you want to go out? You want to go out this weekend? Yeah, let's go out. And just do dumb shit. When's a colonial? Because he always shows up for the colonial. Oh, yeah? Well, he used to go down for South by Southwest, I thought. He did. I've seen him down there for South by Southwest. Man, I saw something that was similar to that. It was, uh, what's his name, and Brian Crankston and uh, Pinkman. They were uh, at a bar, bartending for a photo shoot or something. What's his name? Uh, Cock, cock, jism, grandma, cock um, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Was it Nam? Yeah. Ran right by him. Yeah. And he was all like, what's that guy's name? The bigger dude. It's his buddy, his manager. I don't know, man. I'm glad you didn't run into Phil on Sunday night. Why? Hey, you're Phil. You're Philip Anselmo. <laughs> no, I'd walk up to him and go, man, remember when you used to come to Best Buy in Northridge and Hills? You used to live right down the street from where I live now? And you used to come into Best Buy and scare the shit out of me. He did. <laughs> he used to come in there and buy CDs and stuff and scared the fucking shit out I of me. I want to see what he says when you tell him that he scared you. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I, can you imagine someone telling you that? Hey, man, I remember You're, when you used to go into uh, Walgreens down the street. I was 16 and, and you were fucking, a badass. Uh, you came into uh, Walgreens and uh, you scared the shit out of me. You know what else scared the shit out of me? What's that? At a golf course. Came right up behind me and I felt Alex, this present. Alice Cooper. No. I felt this weird present shadow over me, and I turned around, and my head hit his chest. Check. Bo Jackson scared oh the gosh. shit out of me. That guy. I saw Frank Thomas once in the Six Flags Mall with Tim Raines and Dom. Dom used to always go to the Six Flags Mall to the GNC store and get fucking anything he could to for hangovers. <laughs> like to replenish yeah. himself. And that was back before they had all these crazy drinks with uh, like it was just basically Pedialyte and and Gatorade. You know who else used to scare me? Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, when he came to LD Bell and all he said, he got up on stage and said, "I'm living proof you don't have to go to college to be a millionaire." And then turned around and walked off. It's interesting. That was his uh his day of like you have those job days and someone's supposed to come up there and be a big inspirational hero. And that's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> His daughter was there. Lou Wendy. How'd she look? How'd she look? Poor her, Frosty. Dip my fries in a Frosty. What's some other euthanisms we can say? About, or whatever there. I'd uh, stick my banana called. in her split. They don't sell bananas or splits there. You gotta <laughs> yeah, be good. something that's there. Okay, yeah. So that's Miss Brahms. Uh, uh, let's see for Wendy's. I like when D's nuts are bouncing on your chin. 
That has nothing to do with Wendy's. Oh. <laughs> but that's good. Wendy's nuts. <laughs> I get it. You like Wendy's? Yeah. Wendy's nuts are bouncing on your chin. Boing, 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 boing. You got to do the boing, 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 boing of representing the testicles actually slapping against your chin. Like you know, that. I used to call Chris Arnold's show all the time and do that. When Corby was the... Do these nut jokes? Was the producer. Do these nut jokes? My fun is... <laughs> you can't beat a good these nut jokes. You just, you just put them in there. And, and Chris would fall for it all the time. All the time. I bet he would. You know, he's still with Maverick Games, right? Yeah. Does all sorts of crazy stuff pre-game. He's a legend, man. He is. Dude, he was uh, he was friends with old Joyner, Tom Joyner and stuff. Yeah. They, they, and they, they fucking legends around here. Yep. He's That's a, another he's dude. A funny I dude, guarantee man. you, you have a few conversations with that cat, too. Who? Chris Arnold. Oh, I have. You get some fucking great stories from that guy. But I used to work the Maverick Games down there in the... I bet uh, you he was... Always talking about crazy stories, The cafeteria stories, dude. that's down on the, uh, down around on. He's like Barry Switzer. He likes to talk and tell stories. Floor level down there, the and cafeteria the that all the media sits at and everything. You just they like, come in there and just, just start chatting it up. Yeah, he was cool. Hey man, he's silly. He's cool. I bet he is, man. That dude used to be highly sought by the women. Oh, but he. Ah oh, man, I'm trying to live. He like was trying good. to date Janet. Yeah, yeah, boy. He's trying to date Janet. He's awesome, dude. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he's had many relations with many hot ladies, man. Probably. Chris Arnold's so cute. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not a mediocre white guy, Dustin. <laughs> are you around or are you still podcasting? Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Well, we're about done now, so. Yeah, we're done. This, the rain's over, right? I don't know. I hope so, because i got to drive home, man. You know what <clears throat> we I'm should hungry. play to close stop. out this show? We should play some Nelson. After the rain. Well, it's not after the rain. Washes yet. the way the tears in all the pain. Whoa. Just for you, come on and take my hand and I'll pull 